Welcome to Interior Analysis. I'm Evan Westman. I'm Jelani Kelly. I'm David Jones. And today we're doing a two for one. We're pitting the two drugs that give you access to 100% of your brain movies, Limitless versus Lucy. So it's going to be kind of a head to head, but like I was approaching this less as a like which one's better and just comparing how they both do the same thing. Uh, I found some quick stats on them before we get into it. Their budgets, Limitless was a little bit cheaper, $27 million. Lucy's $40 million. But Lucy made almost three times as much as Limitless. They both did decent. Like, Limitless is about $150 million. Lucy's about $450 million. So Lucy made way more money. Across a few different platforms, it looks like audiences seem to like Limitless somewhat better. It has higher ratings fairly significantly across like the few things that like IMDb, Letterboxd, Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, I think as well. So we're doing this because at some point in the past few months, Jelani suggested Limitless. And I was like, okay, if we're going to do Limitless, I think it'd be more interesting if we compare these two. But this is also just like, I I feel like there was this trend in the 2010s of these high concept sci-fi movies that didn't really live up to their potential. And these are, I think, two of the biggest examples of them. Some others are like Cloud Atlas, Transcendence, Looper, Upgrade, Annihilation, Snowpiercer, Source Code, Selfless. And then there's a few that did, I feel like, live up to their potential. Her, Ex Machina, Arrival, Inception. And I think the, the biggest, certainly not the best of that group, probably unequivocally the worst but someday we got to talk about in time because i feel like in time is like the biggest antithesis to like these two movies and like that category because it's a weird and kind of not excellent premise but i feel like they just do it so well and despite its flaws i really love in time so yeah we're going to compare these two i also this is just little personal anecdote with it one of the first screenplays i tried writing also had not that similar of a premise but it was kind of a also like sci-fi brain access thing it's not like good i'm not gonna probably bring it up that much but just like i remember i was working on it when i first saw limitless in high school so i I think i watched limitless probably to like just compare how it did its thing versus how I did mine. So just, I've worked with this concept. It didn't turn out great. So I'm not going to be like, well, they should have done this because that's what I did. It it absolutely is not going to be that. But I'll just give that caveat. So had either of you seen these before? Nah. Nope. So first time for both of you for both movies. Yep. Yeah. Jelani, let's get some initial reactions from you first then. I'm really glad I watched Limitless first. That's really it. Okay, I I watched Limitless first thinking I was out of the two because I thought or I had seen from the trailers, I think I had thought Lucy was more action-oriented, so I went with the what I expected to not be as action-oriented, and I was right, but, like, ended up liking Limitless more than Lucy because... Oh boy, Lucy is. That was a movie. That is it. <laughs> that is one of the movies of all time. 
I mean, we'll we'll talk about the premise and all that, but like, I I, I think I found myself verbally saying WTF. See if we can keep this uh, PG. I said that a lot. I said that a lot during Lucy. Out out loud, <laughs> aloud during Lucy. And also, there was a lot more. Like, I didn't expect any body horror in it. There was a lot of body horror in this, for whatever reason. Lucy specifically? Yeah, yeah. Like, her, like, her skin coming mm-hmm. off on the plane. and That whole plane sequence flesh. was, like, crazy. Ugh. And then the whole, com- her turning to the damn computer thing at the end, and her fingers extending, and, oh, oh God. It was yeah. gross. It was really gross. It limitless, like it, it had potential, but it seemed limited in the end. <laughs> Woo! All right, go, David. I mean, yeah, I think we're all going to be coming at this from uh, pretty much the same spot. I didn't really enjoy either. I enjoyed Limitless more. It's a personal preference for me. And I learned this at Drexel when I took a sci fi class and we were reading like the older short stories. I like a lot of sci-fi, but the one niche sci-fi story that I really don't get down to, and it came out more in the prominence in the 50s, is this drug giving you powers, and then just everything goes off from there. Like, I find that really boring, because usually it's like, especially in a movie, it's like 20 to 30 minutes of a protagonist reacting, and then they take the pill, and now they can suddenly make a decision. I'm like, oh god, by that point I'm asleep. Like, I actually fell asleep watching Limitless the first time, and I had to start it the next day, and I was like, oh god. Oof. So, yeah, both of them, not not my favorite. I think Limitless has more going for it, and maybe it's because it was from a book, so it was easier for them to adapt it, and they didn't have to, you know, think too hard, but oh wow, Lucy. <laughs> I really, I watched Limitless, and I was like, Okay, it's okay. Not a big fan of it, but there is stuff here. It's not that great, but there is at least enough there to talk about it. Lucy is just a crazy film. When they said on Wikipedia that it got tore apart for being nonsensical, I was like, what What does that really mean? And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, I 100% understand. Because I like you just sat there thinking WTF. Like, what am I watching? It's just, it's crazy. They give no reason. I feel like it's trying to be deep, but it gives no answers whatsoever. Like, well, it doesn't also, take a stance. Okay. It, it's just, like, what? It's also trying, like, it's weird to me how much of Lucy, and it's not long either. It's only, I think it clocks in well under 90 minutes. Like, I think it's between 80 and 90. And a lot of the runtime is spent with Morgan Freeman doing his, like, dissertation yeah, his lecture. His, yeah, his lecture. And he's going into, like, all sorts of science with it. And then clearly, the, the rest of the movie does not give a damn about science at all. Like, there's just no thought to it. Also, probably not a... This was a note I made watching Lucy. Probably not a good idea to use the phrase science fiction in your science fiction movie. I forget exactly the context, but Morgan Freeman says something mm-hmm. like, well, if we get to that point, that's that's just science fiction. I'm like, okay, don't 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 do that. 
that's the thing with Lucy that I couldn't fully wrap my head around because like okay so her name's Lucy and then we start with the ape and then they even I was like okay so we're just gonna immediately I was like oh okay like Lucy like Homo erectus and I didn't think they were even gonna bring it up then like the next scene it's the guy in the museum and he's like you know I learned that the first woman was a monkey named Lucy in the museum and I'm like okay so this is really on the nose and then we get those lectures and he's talking about the brain and everything and then while she's getting kicked and it's supposed to be activating and this is we're supposed to be like believing the science to what is clearly fiction and then they have the science fiction line there when the guy asks him what happens if he hits 100 percent capacity and i'm just like what is this movie and then it just goes off the rails and they like completely abandon the whole evolution storyline that they barely even try to bake in in the beginning it's it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah it gets we'll, we'll get into that i have a I have a comparison I, I want to do when we get to the premise topic. Are, are we good on your guys' initial reactions? or? Yep. I, I didn't write a whole list this time because, well, it's two movies. Okay. Yeah, just real quick before we get into the topics, if, for anyone who's interested, Limitless apparently also, like David, I think, mentioned it's based on a book. I believe there's also a sequel book. There's also a tv show that only ran for one season that i think is kind of supposed to be a sequel to the movie i think bradley cooper like shows up i haven't looked at any of that there's a just right video that looks at the whole actually two videos that look at the whole franchise and kind of its ethos i guess i i find them kind of interesting even though i am not really inclined to look at the rest of that the second book title i don't know let me pull it up. I just looked that up. Well, the, the book it. is not called Limitless. It has a different name. Yeah, the book is called The Dark Fields. What? Yeah, and the sequel is called Under the Night. But in 2011, it got re-released for with the name Limitless for the film. And there's a significant difference at the end, which I'm going to bring up later, because I think it does change the whole point of the story. Yeah, the drugs are bad essentially but the whole drug thing is so much stronger in like the book like they call it mdt instead of dmt and in the movie it's like all these different letters like in the book it's really like drugs 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 and there's this whole like america v mexico thing going on that's not even in the movie that is, i'm not yeah. sure i saw a mexican in the movie so yeah yeah I've, I've heard there's some pretty significant changes from book to movie and then i think the sequel book does like a godfather part two thing where it's like a prequel and sequel at the same time or something like that but i might be getting that confused so for the topics we're just i have three points where i want to compare these and we will probably go into other aspects of it as we go through but i want to compare the protagonists what they do with the premise the endings for both of them so starting with the protagonists, what do either of you think makes these protagonists good for the premise? And we'll get into what makes them bad, but we'll start with what do we think is good about like how they're constructed for, for this premise? For Lucy, nothing. Because Lucy is just not... She's just not a person. Like she, she, I, I was blown away with the fact that she doesn't just say like, Hello, people. This guy just handcuffed my wrist to a briefcase. Help me. Because they're right outside of a bank and they're yelling and no one's paying attention to it. With Bradley Cooper's Eddie, as much as, like, it doesn't work for me and my personal taste, it is, I would say, like, that kind of screenwriting 101 show your protagonist having a hard time. Give them some obstacle. 
and you can see he's a struggling writer he's losing his girlfriend he's not making his deadline so this kind of allows you to see that change when the pill is taken and I think it becomes a bit more believable and you're able to root for him more. He's more of the everyday man. Lucy is just not a person. Yeah, she's just scared in the beginning. That's her one and only personality. I don't even know who... Was it Richard? Was that Euron? Yeah, Euron Greyjoy in a cowboy hat. Oh my god, that is. Yeah. I I don't know what their relationship was. She said they dated for a week. I didn't get... Why was she there? I don't know if they answered that. They were just going back and forth and then she got handcuffed. I agree with what David was saying. I feel like any normal person would just scream or, you know, ask for help. And then she got drugged. She got uh, kicked in the stomach and the drug worked. It was a lot. Which that makes me even more mad. Like Eddie being pretty passive, but at least he makes that choice to take the drug and pursue the drug. Her just getting drugged and then kicked. And I'm like, she didn't even activated herself she couldn't even be like oh my god let me be in prison and try to do this like she just does nothing and then she becomes less of a human because that's how their drug works in the movie the decision like there was no decision she made going into act two was there no like there was no conscious like i think in act two she made the decision to go after all the pills or whatever but to get the drug like I don't even really know if you could count her decision to even go inside with the the handcuffed suit. Like, no, it's completely involuntary. Yeah, with the handcuffed suitcase, uh, suitcase briefcase, it just kind of happened like a spider bite, but not not exactly that. And then I, I agreed with what Dave was saying about Eddie. He's uh, you know, we see his we see his issues. He's just he's just some guy. And then he makes a decision to... The chances of him running into that dude in New York were kind of crazy. And there was really no reason that was explained later. Like, he was just giving him a free drug because ex-brother-in-law cost $800. Okay, man. I thought they were setting him up, maybe. But that was never explained or explored. Yeah. Yeah, so to, it sounds like you guys, and I'm not surprised at this because I also don't have much good to say for either of them. You guys kind of got into some of your negatives and we can keep going with those. Oh, I completely Just, forgot we were supposed to talk about the positives. It's it's all right. I think, I mean, you guys basically covered my two positives. Like, the only good thing I can say for Lucy is, like, she's relatively normal. And that's true for both of them. Like, I think for this premise, it is good to have kind of an everyman sort of protagonist because you kind of want you want to see like what does a regular person do with this and i think in that sense it's good that eddie is underachieving so then we can see him like doing everything he wants to do and more and that he's ambitious i I don't like what his ambitions are i think they're kind of boring he's a writer evan how is that boring He's 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 like you. He's like you for real, for real. That's a trope I also always roll my eyes at. Whenever writers make their protagonist writers, I'm like, come mm-hmm. on. But tick tick boom. Mm-hmm. Which which we all loved to to the heavens. So <laughs> yeah. I, well, we don't even know what Eddie's writing either, though. Like his book is just like we can't tell. Is it is it is it fiction? Is it a self help book? Is it research? Like it's just book. I, I have book deal. So, yeah, I, I don't... 
and I agree with what you guys were saying for Lucy, and, and this will get us into the negatives, which you guys were already listing. Like, we know basically nothing about her, and then anything we do know doesn't matter at all, because by 30 minutes in, she's just this robot. She has zero personality, and no goals, no agency. And, like, halfway through the movie, she kind of gets the goal to just, like... Well, now for science, I have to reach 100% so we know what happens. But that doesn't happen for a while. And also, like, by the time that goal is established, it's already gone so far off the rails that I, like, I I don't care anymore. I'll go through my negatives, and then if you guys had more negatives than what you already said, uh, you can add them on. For Eddie, my main problem with him is, like, it's just such a boring thing to do with something so cool. His, for a movie, yeah. For a movie, yeah. Like, I, it's understandable. I feel like it's almost too realistic. It's like, hmm, I can do whatever I want. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna game the stock market. I'm going to win Wall Street and then run for office. Which are like, you don't need to be that smart to do... like. There's people who just kind of know how to game the system who do that. It's not like he... I feel like he could have, maybe not as effectively, and it's, uh, everyone's marveling, like, oh my god, he did this much in three days or whatever. Which, yeah, okay, that's like... There's kind of a power fantasy aspect to that. But, like, even after, like, he says he has this plan where he's like, I got this idea, but I need money. And then we never find out what the idea was. We just see him win the stock market and then at the I end that was the plan for congress well i don't think so at first like when i was remembering back because it's been like seven or eight years or something since i saw this movie and i remembered it being like oh yeah his his plan is to win the stock market but i don't think it is because he says like i got an idea but i would need money so the stock market is where he gets the money but then what is what is his plan no i thought he got money from the russian dude yeah, but then he uses it, he only uses it to, like, the stock market seems like a means to an end for him, but we don't know what the end is, ever. President. Okay, and then what? President. Even, even if we, like, maybe, maybe if we knew if, if he had some kind of clear end game there, then that would be more interesting. I still think there was something much better they could have done. Instead of him just becoming like the ultimate finance bro, but he's so it's 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 a finance bro's dream, man. But I don't want to see that in a sci-fi movie. I know it's so weird. Like they turned the sci-fi movie into Wolf of Wall Street, but PG thirteen. But Robert De Niro's in it, and I like him in it, but that doesn't do that much for me. He's like, you do you want to go to war with me and everything, Evan? That didn't excite you. No, well, okay, I want to get into that at some point, because I feel like that could have been a cool conflict, but they, they just don't do enough with it. Nope. He just said, get out of my movie, it's the end. Uh, it's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and shut the car door. Like So disappointing. Did you guys have more negatives for the protagonist? I guess this could fit into the negative, just because we were talking about it. Jelani brought it up in, with the president thing now, just how the original went. That twist is there that you were talking about, expecting him to be a guinea pig. That's, like, the big twist was that he was a guinea pig for the drug trial. And then, like, 
he like tries to get to New York and he's like slowly dying because he can't get anymore because like they caught him. They set him up at like one of the st like stashes where they were making it. And then like he sees like the president on the TV with like glowing blue eyes. So he knows he's under the influence of the drug. And then like the president sends Wait, troops so into like Mexico. Wait, so it's like the spice in Dune in the book? Yeah. They do like the... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That... And I yep. didn't know about that. <laughs> and then he, like, dies watching American troops invade Mexico and, like, the war starts. So, wait, have you read the book or did you just look up a summary? No, I just read a synopsis. What? What? Yeah, so it's a whole different kind of vibe. I don't know if that's a better vibe. I don't know either. I'm not taking sides. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd have to read the whole book to to know for sure. But it's a, it's a different choice. And again, At least he dies. Just... I didn't enjoy the fact that he's like he tweaked the drug and now he just has like because his mind was that smart that he could because then why didn't they anyone who was using that drug before just do that right that like I fully too. expected him to be dead but I expected both of them to be dead by the end of the movies and then he's just like I felt so odd because I was like is this a happy ending in a movie about drugs okay I thought the message was going to be drugs. That would have been a better message than whatever. What do you think the message of this is? Be smarter? Be big brained? I don't know. Because there is that. It's it's hard to divorce. Like if you're a kid watching this, I doubt you're going to pick up on it. But if you're a teenager or older, it's hard to not see everything they're trying to say about drug usage in this and everything. So it's like by that ending for him to be like, you know, I'm not using the worst form of this drug i've tweaked it but i'm still on it and i'm thriving like what does that say i don't know and i don't think i agree with it they do i noticed with limitless they pretty early show like he's addicted so fast like as soon as he comes down off of the first hit of nzt he's like i need more and like it's it's not shy about making him look like an addict but it, it, like, goes so hard with, like, this is a drug. There are bad side effects to this. So by the end, I'm like, does it think NZT is good or bad? Because he's like, I'm, I'm going to get off it, and I'm going to go slow. And it's like, all right. So and also, it's just such a boring way to take it. It's like, this is a cool premise. And then the second half of the movie is like, how do I do NZT rehab correctly? That's not where I want this to go. It's It also starts in, in, in medias res. That's what it's called, right? Oh, the way it looks? No, at, oh, so. at the beginning, like the ending, is that what it's called? Oh, the ending's oh, the beginning. Yeah, 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 the flash yeah. forward. And, and medias res? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's fun. exactly in media res, but it's, it's, yeah. The I think that's more like, the I think that's a slightly different the, thing, maybe. IMAX or, anyway, it, it starts at the, at the end, towards the end of the movie at the beginning. Yeah. You guys didn't think it was a better movie for that? <laughs> no, I I almost never like that choice, especially not when there's like a voiceover that's like, and here we go back, or if there's like a title card that's like twelve whatever earlier. I was expecting, uh, hey, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up on top of the skyscraper. I feel like that's pretty much what we got. Yeah, we we kind of did. I could have had an impact on the world. Instead, all I was gonna have was an impact on the sidewalk. <laughs> God, I also uh, didn't like the editing for Limitless. Like it was, I didn't, I didn't like a lot of the close. Why were there so many close shots in it? That made me really uncomfortable. 
Maybe that was the point. I don't know how how to feel about the filter they put on it. When I hated he was that. NZT. And then when he was off, I was like, okay, I get it. Drug, you know, he's in withdrawal. With withdrawal, you know, he he's, he's probably slowly dying right now without being on it. Just he need, he needs another pill. So he looks awful. The movie looks awful. I get it. And then they went right back to like that bright orange filter, and I was like, uh, oh, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Chief. It it could have been like where would where would you think this could go better? Like, what would you change to make it better, in your opinion? I thought like about this. Decisions? Yes. This is my issue with this kind of story in science fiction, because you said the spider bite, and I thought, why does the spider bite not bother me? And especially, why does it not bother me in Spider-Verse? And it's because he doesn't get bit and then turn into Act 3 Miles. He has to continue to earn it. He has to grow. He has to fall. He has to fail. And the minute this dude takes... And ZT, whatever, he's just Superman. And he just needs to keep taking it. And if he takes it, he'll get out of any situation. And if he can't get to it, that's where the conflict is. And I think that's so dumb. You're relying on an object to be the conflict of your story. That's because your character doesn't have any. Mm. Yeah. So but his girlfriend, of... David, he had problems with his girlfriend. That wasn't enough. Or or his book that he wrote within by the end of like Act One or or like halfway through act and then she annoyed me too because i was i was ready for her to give her a hard time and then drugged out boyfriend comes in crashing and she's like you know okay i'll go Uh, this doesn't seem sus i'll help you i'll get you the drug because you're thriving when you're on them because that's you know that's not trying to help the issue at all and then she starts taking it to save herself i was like this is crazy they just threw her whole character out the window when they needed it like she also like he also asked the question straight up why did you put up with me she was just like, because I was in love with you. No, that, I think you still are because she's, she was still doing dumb stuff with him. So, yeah, I, I didn't care for her either. She made some really stupid decisions. And I couldn't tell at the end with how her eyes looked. Was she also supposed to be on it too? Like her own I thought, specialized I thought dose? Her noticing that he was on it still. Well, he definitely was on it. He because he had those crystal blue. But when she took it, she kind of got like that amber yellow, and she had that at the end too. And I was like, is this just like residual effects? Did he also perfect her batch so she can take it too? And they're just this drugged out couple, and they're thriving. Yeah, I've never quite understood how to read that last moment with them at the end, where he's like, "What? What are you looking at? What is? What is that doing? I don't get it." Because it's a wink to the camera, Evan. Don't you get it? What is, what is it winking at, though? It's like, check it, guys. I won. Oh, credits. Like, that's, that's all it looks like. Cue the black keys. That's that song they play. It's kind of a banger of a song, but, like, that shouldn't be the best part of your ending. Do we want to... So let's let's get into both the endings, as, and we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to the premise later, because we're already talking about it. So, like, going off of something... You guys were talking about Limitless's ending, and something that I had a problem with this time around is, like, I think, David, you said all of his problems come up because he's, like, when he's not on NZT, he's doing, that. that's the problem. It's always he needs to find the next pill, is, like, always the conflict in the second half of the movie. I was thinking the much more interesting thing to me would have been if 
he makes decisions while on NZT and like full big brain conscious. He's not tripping out or anything. And he makes decisions that then later come back to bite him at the end. Like everything that goes wrong for him in Act 3 is kind of random. It's like the girl that he maybe kills, we never really are sure whether he killed oh, her. Oh, that's not. never solved either. Yeah. So that's uh, the problem. And then there's, and, and that brings that like one detective after him because he was also the suspect when uh, Vernon got his apartment sacked. And then the, there's the problem. I completely forgot about this whole thing. There is that other stockbroker that Eddie and then De Niro, they're like going to merge with his company or whatever. And then he dies from NZT. I forgot about all of that. And then the bigger, I guess the biggest conflict is with Russian Jason Statham, like getting his mob dudes to come attack Eddie in his like indestructible apartment, but apparently not that indestructible. Like it's apparently he wasn't that smart because he didn't see dude holding something behind his. (sighs) Yeah, it's so, I saw a review. He was complaining that Limitless has like four climaxes. Which I kind of see, like I was, I, I read that before re-watching it, and I was like, okay, I'll look for that. I kind of see that. I also feel like you could just as easily say it doesn't have any climax. Because it ends, right. like the big end scene, the big, what I think you would consider the climax, if you had to like name one, is when he kills the Russian dudes that come to his apartment and he drinks the dude's blood to get the NZT. And then it jumps to, like, the least interesting moment chronologically that it could. It's like, he's successful, and he just won the game of surviving NZT. We still don't know what his, like, long-term plan is, except he's running for Senate, and apparently he's doing pretty good with it and has bipartisan support or whatever. And then he, like, you know, has his speech where he, like, gives the finger to De Niro and is like, I beat you, haha, and everything's fine. There just feel like there could have been so many more interesting places within that timeline to have a climax. And it just skips over so much. Well, his life was skipping, Evan. Didn't you? That's like, you gotta... Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta think about these things, Evan. His life was skipping. Because he was... he was. I wish he was skipping. Yeah. Physically skipping through New York. <laughs> No, but I agree. I think that's, like, part of my issue with, like, this adaption is sometimes it's good to be super loyal, but sometimes it's okay to change things. And the book, it seems, from what I've read in the synopsis, it doesn't give an explanation to the murders either. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so when he's in this fugue state, is he just murdering people and he doesn't know? Is it somebody else? Is it the guy following him murdering people and he's going to get blackmailed? what's gonna happen and i think they lean too far into the fact they're like all right the title's limitless so we just got to see show that he can go as far and as far as far as possible and what's how far can you go in america president and they just rush that all in is is the limit or the limitlessness it right because because of the book and it's like, I just take, remove all that stuff. Just don't, don't even try to do that stuff from the book. Just stick to there. Cause if they made it a tighter story about this guy, who's not able to discern 
reality from his like tripping out and he he's having to face the repercussions of it that would have been so much more interesting and i think he could have had a cleaner just climax third act everything because they're just they're just trying to do too much and in trying to do too much they don't do enough of anything to make me feel satisfied because it's like you have that then you have the boss fight then you have the girl and it's like okay you just chopped and kind of put this all on at the end because you felt like that's what you had to tie up but it wasn't set up well enough for me to even care to begin with definitely not so what decisions would you have him make that would make this movie interesting uh is it i think isn't that one of your topics though evan i don't know if you want to jump to that right away well skip it no it wasn't really so I'm, i'm okay to go into that uh, well, can I turn the question around on you, or are are there decisions you would have it make? Because I don't have anything specific. Oh, no. I have like broad things. No. If I was doing it, I would do exactly what Evan said. I would have had it framed more, and he is tra- having to face his consequences when he's out and he's kind of sobering up from the drug. I, I like wouldn't that have had it been. Oh, I always need to get the I drug. I thought they were gonna take it that way. Me too. Or, like he he was never really like threatened with like running out. Like, I wasn't ever really worried that he'd run out. He ran out the one time and, like, bounced back in, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, even the police guy, like, when, whenever would a policeman get an eyewitness to say and identify this guy is the guy who was at the scene of a crime of a murder and then wait for him to finish his business meeting and walk over to him at the bar and then use the newspaper to break the news? Like, no, you would roll up, cuff him, and bring him and talk to him. You have an eyewitness claim. But it's Bradley Cooper, David. I think that's what. I that was. I was talking to my one friend about this too, and I was like, just within casting, it's so hard. Even the beginning for me to believe Bradley Cooper's a loser. Like they gave him dirty hair and everything, and I'm like, this dude is still Bradley Cooper. Like, you're okay. Yeah, sure. He's the bum in the situation where. Well, I feel like he's actually like I'm not a huge fan of Bradley Cooper. I, oddly, I both of these movies have actors that i feel like are way overrated both in terms of like acting ability and people think they're way more attractive than i do so i don't know uh, if that matters with this comparison but like i think bradley cooper is kind of well cast here because he can be like he's charming but he's also like a little bit sleazy at the same time and i feel like that is kind of good for this character because I never feel like you're supposed to really like not that you're not supposed to be rooting for him because you are but I don't I never get the sense that it's saying like this is a good guy he's kind of unabashedly sh- selfish for most of the movie and I feel like Bradley Cooper is kind of good for that role and like you're saying like I agree with you David it's like yeah you just make him look like he hasn't showered in 4 days for the like the entire first part of the movie but it is still bradley cooper and again i don't see it but apparently a lot of people think he's just this incredibly attractive guy he does play sleazy well though he plays that douchebag person really well but he's not like he doesn't go too hard into it is he's pretty sleazy He's sleazy enough that, like, all the white bros in 2008 would have been like, yeah, man, like, that's the guy I want to be, man. Exactly. He's a finance bro's dream. But, like, everyone else would be like, oh, God, don't, don't do it. Like, if this came out, if this came out a year ago, he would be running the NFT game. And he'd be all into (laughs) crypto. Or if it came out, like, 2015, he'd be like, 
I'm going to buy out Dogecoin or whatever it is. Rocket Raccoon is sleazy. Very sleazy. Yep. Was he sleazy? Was he a sleazy sniper, an American sniper? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Me neither. I just heard the one clip, I'm coming home, baby, or whatever, in his <laughs> accent. And I was like, I'm not going to watch this. The only other thing I can think of that I've seen him in is A Star is Born. And he's pretty different from Oh, this with Lady Gaga? That. Yeah. I completely forgot he was in that. He's just kind of mumbling the whole movie. where he's And, and he looks so greasy all the time. He wants everything to be your freaking nose, Lady Gaga. Is he American or British? No, he's, he's American. Like, he's, he's from American. Philly. Did that sound British? No, I just he looks like the type that would be that would be British. Like you would think he's American this whole time because he has all these straight white dude American roles. And then he wins the award, and you hear him speak for real, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, like I, I've had a couple of surprises. Let's get into the ending of Lucy. What What did you guys? I don't want, no. What did you guys think of that? Well, if you don't want to, let's start with David then. <laughs> few times am I able to watch a movie and just not <laughs> comprehend what is happening in front of me and it happened at the end of Sausage Party and it happened oh at the end of this film I just was like what am I watching really what am I watching and if anything it made me oddly appreciate the ending to everything everywhere all at once because I was like that ending was crazy like if you just put it on paper that's a crazy ending but I understood it all, all the weight, all the character, all the plot. And I was like, that's why that movie's so good. This movie, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. And then when they got into all the computer generated CGI terribleness from 2011 or 2014, I forget which one was which, that, wow, it just looked bad. But don't you know what to do with your life now? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then where was she? I'm everywhere. And then she was like, blah, 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 blah. But now you know what to do. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Just kill people? <laughs> yeah, I know. Just... She starts killing people so fast. <laughs> like, as soon as the drug hits, she just boom, 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 shoots like four dudes. I, I was shocked at the, the surgery scene. I was like, okay, wow. She was like, he wasn't going to make it anyway, okay? Morally gray, I guess, not just straight. Except you're God, and you say you, like, you know he can't make it, and yet you're like, do, I don't know, is she doing telekinetic stuff at that point? No, no, this is like when, this is right before the uh, milk in my mouth suit. <laughs> oh my god. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to call and traumatize my mom? Like, I don't understand what she meant by that. Her mom and was so lost, bro. Well, and she could have given that speech to anyone, but she calls her mom and then in a robot voice and her like. That's why I don't understand why they have to make her do the worst things to prove her abilities. Like when the guy's like, do you have anything to prove? And then she like touches his shoulder and just traumatizes him about the day his daughter died. Like he couldn't say like what he had for lunch yesterday or any other thing that someone wouldn't know you had to go that dark. I was like, come on, Lucy. Like, this is crazy. The whole car chase scene where she's just, letting people die left and right because she needs to get to the place remember all all the i think she stole dude's cop car and he was just like okay i guess i'm just i'm just the passenger now and all the cars and people that died and flipped because she needed to get there i forget where she needed to be it oh that was the right before she like suspended everybody in animation in the air and before that, when she broke out, she was like, there was two cab drivers. She was like, can you take me to the hospital? No, shot him. Points at the other one, take me to the hospital. And then he just gets in the car. And I'm like, this, she's crazy. Like, this is just craziness. Right. 
Which is again why like do with twenty eight. I, I don't know. This isn't about the ending, but like we talked about how she has like no agency at the beginning. I don't even get why you need the first twenty minutes of the movie if she becomes this like I think it'd be better maybe to just drop start us cold with just like her getting kicked in the stomach. Like we can just montage that first twenty minutes and be like, boom, she got like captured we don't know why now she's this drug mule boom kick and now the drug starts taking effect like you get rid of 20 useless minutes not that it does that much with the rest of the movie but like it takes half an hour of an 80 minute movie for her to start feeling effects i think of the drug they were were they chinese i think it was taiwanese i i think well i don't know taiwan is I think the country they're in at the beginning. Okay. Any, uh, any, in any case, where were they focused on so much? Like, I understand that's where the drugs came from. The whole hallway shootout scene, why that happened, and it seemed like dude was going to sacrifice himself is what I got from it. And he ran and grabbed a rocket launcher, and they were going back and forth, and then he entered the room like, where is she? And then the, the French cop dude just ended up killing him. It was just like, I'm checked out. I've been checked out for like a little while, guys. Can we wrap this up? No, that's how I was at the ending too. Like by the time, like also, I, I like I get disengaged as soon as she just turns into God, like which happens basically like 45 minutes in. But then even by the end, like like you're saying, why do we need to see that whole? That apparently there's like a, a is it is it a gang war between these? Like it seems like it's like the like two drug lords i guess at the I end it was the cops oh right okay is it is it the cops like see I, it doesn't it matters it so doesn't little matter. that like you're like you have zero investment in either side also so many deaths she could have prevented there by just not being an asshole and then she like it's inconsistent because like she talks about how the more she's learning, the less human she's becoming. And then it's like, okay, that's how we're going to excuse her not saving people. But then at the end, Morgan Freeman's like, are you sure? And she's like, you're worthy like for me to sacrifice myself for. And he's like, I hope we are. And I'm like, so you do care. You just care about certain people. I don't know. It seems like they cared so little about giving her any kind of like relatable motivation that I, I don't, really take any of that conversation seriously that just feels like it was tacked on oh yeah i don't think whoever wrote this thought that much about it like i'm okay if we want to look at that and like try to break it down i just honestly don't believe there's anything underneath it i don't think there's anything underneath anything in this film they put all of human knowledge on a flash drive bro like that that was all the all the bad cgi venom goo mm-hmm. that's that the flash drive looked weird. It was it was a long old big boy flash drive and that's a hundred percent knowledge on it. A hundred percent of the human everything you need to know is Can you imagine like it didn't even have enough space? <laughs> yeah. How how many terabytes? How many of, how many terabytes is all there. this knowledge? Oh man. So at the end of the movie, we realize that when you when you take the whole human brain, it just b- becomes like a 2,000 terabyte flash drive. What are they going to plug that into? Like, what computer can handle that much information? Yeah, 
well, I think she was supposed to be building them a computer that could hold it, but... No, she oh, sucked all she the really? computers into herself and then made the flash drive and then blinked. And she went through time. She was scrolling through it like a like she was scrolling through an iPad photo. <laughs> you, I, I get to the end of both movies, and I'm just like, so what? It just feels like, why did I just watch that? I feel like it's more it's more pronounced with Lucy. It's like we just saw like dozens of people get killed, and like this whole globe trotting adventure, and then it's just she turns herself into a flash drive. That, She's that's everywhere, it. Evan. Well, that's the thing. Like, as much as I can critique Limitless for the things I disagree with it, I, like we said, there's enough under the surface there that I can see the story that they're trying to say. Lucy, like, if you, like we've said, you can just cut to her getting the shit kicked out of her and then activate her super abilities. But if you do that, you're left with a 50-minute action sequence set piece from set to set because there is no actual story. And that's why they have to tack on this terrible beginning and ending to even make it an hour and 22 minute film. How do you think he got to to the Iron Fleet from there? Like after he got shot? Who? Wait, wait, you're on Greyjoy? You think he walked? I think the one sister came because she was the stronger one and she probably came and sewed him up and brought him back. Gotcha, gotcha. And then she shot down Daenerys's, then he shot down Daenerys's dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really, really distracting in the beginning for me. And he just, and he just slams against the the glass outside with the red paint and the red dye, whatever. And and that was the end of Euron forever. Yeah, that was that was Richard, R.I.P. Richard. He's he so doesn't need to be in the movie at all. None of that sequence needs to be there. And I didn't even pick up. The they've only been dating like a week or ten days, whatever. Which one of you said it? But like that, even because I was even questioning, like, why is she doing this? Like, she must really know him. But they even have that to make it even more like, why? Like, why is she not just be like, yo, this dude I just met handcuffed me to this briefcase and he's telling me sus stuff. Get this off of me. There's just so many baffling choices like that. What was the point in the roommate scene? Why was why was she there? We didn't know. even see the roommate before that point. And why do we need to know that she has kidney failure? Well, because she cares about her. Right, but she's not supposed to be caring. This is so, like, I don't understand what... Because Luke Besson wrote and directed Lucy. And he's done some good what? stuff. He's he's done some good stuff. Which he says that the villain in this film is the best villain he's scripted since Gary Oldman. Who is the Who villain? Is the villain? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Zhang. What? Yep. Is that the, yep. was that he said, the, and I the quote, head of the drug Whereas Lucy circle? is the ultimate intelligence, Mr. Zhang is the ultimate devil. I don't really think he is. Why didn't she just kill him when she stabbed his hands? Thanks for the info. And then blasted him like she blasted the goons. And that another was never explained. Well, from a creative standpoint, I don't understand what drew Luke Besson to this movie. Because... Like, sometimes I'll see something bad, and I'm like, okay. Like, I watch a Zack Snyder movie. And I'm like, okay, you didn't care about the story, but I know you just wanted to make, like, cool action scenes. And you at least, like, you at least did that. I get that there was, like, something that drew you to this. I don't see what that is for Luke Besson in this movie. Because he doesn't seem to care that much about the premise. And he didn't put any thought into this character. And certainly not into the minor characters either. Like, did he just want to make a shoot-em-up action movie with a bunch of 
documentary, like nature documentary shots spliced in to be pretentious. That was that was really like the the cheetah antelope or gazelle, whatever it was. I don't watch nature stuff the, at the beginning, and they and they nabbed her. That was like the cheetah getting it, yep. jumping, getting the goop. Yeah. <laughs> and then they talked about <laughs> dolphins. Mm-hmm. Bro, what was? Why did they keep freaking? Talk, I'm trying so hard not to curse. Why did they keep talking about animals and? I don't get so okay. Let's let's move into premise because I feel like I've been I've been waiting to say this like basically the whole podcast. I feel like Lucy takes this premise and then escalates it like a couple of ten year old boys at a lunch table who got this idea. They're like and and then and then she can like speak every language and and then she can like make her hair turn different colors and then she can. She could read other people's minds, and then she could throw everyone across the room, and then she time travels, and then she's gone. And then, and then I don't know if they would think they'd turn into a flash drive. Like that's <laughs> for those who like haven't seen it. You just watch Lucy. <laughs> what is it? I said for those who haven't seen it, you just watched it because Evan Evan said it. Like, well, but that's the whole movie. Like, and that's that would be fun if you're in fifth grade talking about like you just came from like science class and we're like we can only use ten percent of our brain. Whoa. What would a hundred be? We literally had travel. that conversation in like middle school when like that we talked about that as like a myth and we were like, wow, imagine what you could do. And then we quickly were like, well, it's not real. So the fact that they made a whole movie about it, it just blows my mind. Yeah. I think my favorite scene was Morgan Freeman meeting Lucy for the first time. He was talking to her over the phone. His, his reaction to, or his lack of a reaction to like, her doing all of the stuff he was theorizing was just uh, I loved it I don't know why but it was just hilarious to me because he was just like staring blankly for I think he was just trying to figure out what the hell to say like what do you say in that situation when she's on three different devices in your room at the same time it was fun it goes so far off the rails like it was gone gone Again, I'm really glad I watched Limitless first because. Yeah, like as soon as I feel like there's so talking about what I think is good and bad about where they take these premises. Um, I'd like to move into that topic now if we can. I, I want there to be a happy medium between these two is like what when I'm watching both of them, I want more of the other one, whichever one I'm not watching. I want more from it it's like Lucy is at least ambitious and goes for like, let's do some crazy things with this. But the moment that it expands her powers beyond her own body, I'm checked out because that's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. Once, once he got to 60% saying, then we'd be able, we'll be able to control the molecules inside other people. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I was like, no, I don't, I don't think the human brain has to has anything to do with that. I don't. That that's a yeah. bit like our own. Okay, the hair cool, but then she was creating telekinetic walls and blowing up. And all right, that that's I, I checked out. Yeah, but some of it I I actually kind of like because I remember after watching Limitless the first time, and I saw Limitless many years before. I just actually only watched Lucy for the first time earlier this year. But I remember when I first watched Limitless, I was like, well, 
I would imagine from what what little knowledge I have of like actual brain science, like a lot of our brain, I think, is dedicated to doing stuff that we don't have to worry about. Like it tells our heart to pump and is like the center of the nervous system. So it's like the center for like registering pain and all that. Like it basically makes our body do things and we don't have to worry about them. So it did make sense to me, like thinking about Limitless, I was like, he probably would have been able to control it. If, if we're truly saying 100% brain capacity, he could probably turn off pain receptors, which I think would have been a cool thing that neither Oh, did. that would have been dope. No, she did it, but they didn't say it like they said everything else in the movie. Yeah, so there's a... Like but there's the, an extent... the surgery scene, she, she was chilling. Yeah, that's true. Talked about milking her mouth. <laughs> I can't get over that whole... Because she was acting, acting. But she was saying the, not swearing, saying the dumbest <laughs> things during that. I remember, I, I can feel everything. I, I remember everything. And her mom's just like, okay, sweetie, I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I do like that, like, even, I feel like the absolute limit you could take it to that like Lucy uh-huh. goes to is when she's like making the claws for her hands and changing the, her hair. Like that's about the absolute max. I feel like you could take this premise to and still say it's like somewhat grounded in, in anything just grounded at all. But it does that. Like, I, I don't think she, I think the claw thing comes at like 70%. And yeah, by that point, like, she's already gone. Your cell manipulation over your own cells because your brain automatically does that. But if you're able to access that, I, I can buy something like that in a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. But like, like you were saying, as soon as she's able to read other dudes' mind and like telekinesis and and manipulate radio waves, that was at like thirty percent. I was like, this right. is where we're starting. Wait. No, I made a note of when that happens. Because I was keeping track of that this time. 28%. So, oh, oh, no, no. 40 minutes in, I don't know what percentage it's at. 40 minutes in, she's reading the dude's mind. 45 minutes in, she's already basically at God level. And at that point, it says it's at 28% brain capacity. So you're God at 28%, and then you got to scale up from there. Like, at least show some kind of restraint, Luke Basson. Like, if God level is your end... Save it for the actual end. God level is from 30 up. This Apparently. Is all the same. But she needed more of the drug for some reason, even though she was already... That scene was weird when she was eating it. In the oh, airplane. in the bathroom? She was yeah. chopping down on the and drug? And gets Thanos dusted. <laughs> she gets snapped. She, where did she... They didn't even continue. Where did she go? They didn't continue the scene. They just cut to the French dude, I think. Bruh. It's so dumb. Like, it, I, I feel like th- th- at a certain point I was like, is this just trying to be campy? Because I feel like one of the worst things about both of these movies, but it's it's way worse in Lucy, is this is a movie about being smarter. And the movie is so stupid. You know what it felt like? <laughs> it felt like an early 2000s superhero movie. Mm. One that tried to copy Spider-Man, a Daredevil or a Catwoman. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Or, like, yeah. Was that also the era? I haven't seen a lot of the ones you're, like, those, like, bad ones of that era that you're talking about. But wasn't that also a time 
maybe we're not out of this, but I feel like there were so many superhero movies I've seen where it's like, we're going to try to like explain the science behind this so that it feels grounded. They're going to, they're like trying to do the Jurassic Park thing. And it, I always am like, why are you bothering? We're not here expecting this to be grounded. Because well, Lucy does no, that. Catwoman was not grounded. Catwoman, she, she That's died. That's crazy. And then, <laughs> and then a, a cat. Yeah, she just uh, looked at herself. Yeah, a cat like burped in her in her face, <laughs> <laughs> and and brought her back to life. Uh, her name was not Selena Kyle; it was Patience, uh, last name. And uh, there was an evil skin cream company, skin, skin skin, yeah, skin cream company that was gonna make people ugly. That was the main villain. And then they did uh, a sexy, crazy cut uh, with the cop. And, and Halle Berry, and then a bunch of kids were watching on a basketball court, and it's just as crazy as Lucy. I'll say that. Yeah, I think Daredevil was pretty bad too. More panned though. Daredevil was. Wasn't there an Electra solo film too? For some reason. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. I don't know anything about it. So, what do we like about how either of these? Let's let's again try to start with the positives, like we did for the protagonist section. What do we like about how these premises approach it? Or how they how these approach the premise? The only thing I like is the potential of both. That's it. I like the potential. There's so many ways they could have taken it. I liked both of these movies before I watched them. So you like the premise. You don't like... That's not a compliment to either movie, it sounds like. That is the best compliment it's going to get. I'm not really disagreeing. Like, I have a couple of things that I like about it, but it's, yeah, I'm I'm mostly with you there. David, how about you? Do you have any any positives for how they take it? I mean, not really, just because, like I said, this is such, like, this type of story in sci-fi just particularly puts me to sleep. Like, the, then it, this is, like, the trope that is played out. I'm like, at least in short stories, I'm like, and on to the next. Because there's just other kind of sci-fi that I enjoy more. So, I mean, if I had to look at the two, I would say at least with Limitless, I enjoy more than Lucy. The fact that I got to see a before and after to the drug so I could actually see who Eddie was before and after where Lucy, there's there's no point to see it before because there's she also just no after. So as soon as she got kicked, it was over. Like, we lost whoever Lucy was before. Yeah, whoever she could have been, gone. Yeah. What did you, what did you like? I mean, I like that Limitless is a little more grounded. Like, if uh, I'll say that, like, if I were given this premise, and like I said, I've worked with it a little bit. Again, not exactly the same. In mine, it was a device. Like, a, it was technology instead of a drug that, like, gave you better brain access. But I would take certainly closer to the limitless approach. And I feel like that makes it more accessible. Technology like, is arguably a drug, Evan. Fair enough. I wasn't going for that comparison at all. <laughs> um, I, I've also read, these are not movies that actually like fully exist, but for coverage jobs, I actually also read two other scripts that also had a premise of like machine that makes you smarter, basically. Oh, David um, would have been put right to sleep on the job <laughs> you have no idea one of them was actually not half bad like i would say it, it, given that it was like the same 
premise as mine. Like, it wasn't perfect. I'd say it did a better job than I did. I um, imagine David's parents turned on Lucy or Limitless when he was younger to put him to bed instead of singing him a lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> when Limitless comes out sophomore year of high school, David... You don't have to watch Limitless every night before going to bed. There's a new for <laughs> big brain drug movie that came out. And there's just so many. Like, there's just so many. And it's just, God, will there ever be enough? <laughs> like, we get it. I imagine David can't find sleep one night and he's just like, something's, something's off. And then he finds the remote, turns on the TV. Ah, there it is. You just see Lucy or Limitless on the screen, and he snuggles <laughs> up on his pillow, gets a good eight hours in. <laughs> Feel refreshed. <laughs> the, the Limitless approach is the more interesting one, where it's like, take a more everyday person who we see their day-to-day, give them abilities that aren't possible, but feel possible. Like, something I noticed with both of them is that the first manifestation of how the drug works like it seems to take effect through memory at first and learning like you remember stuff that you've forgotten apparently you can just remember everything facts and it's like i think eddie makes some like analogy yeah the law thing but like he makes some kind of metaphor in that scene where he's like everything was like on this perfect platter laid out before me where it's like process it's not just that he's remembering he's like it's like clicking it's, all these yeah. other things. He somehow to... organized. It was like a mess. And now he can just access it really quick and easy. Mm-hmm. So like that. And I think that was more like how I had it take effect in the thing I wrote too. That it was like you remember stuff, but it's a little more than memory too. It's like you can process information better. You can learn stuff way faster. There are more interesting ways to do it that I, I didn't do. And I don't think either of these movies do, but I think somebody smarter than me and certainly smarter than these two writers could have taken this premise in a much more interesting way where it's like it starts that way and then you can escalate it to other things. But I I do enjoy that part of it. Like, I think that is the fun part of this premise is like, what if me but smarter? And like, you got to keep it somewhat in the realm of like, what do like how do we think day to day like where do we feel if you're going to show limitless where do we feel limited in our brains is like something to look at i want to talk to somebody who watched lucy and it opened their eyes and now they know what to do with their life and now they know what to do i want to know i want to talk to somebody where lucy has helped them yeah honestly i would be interested to hear that as well i don't know if they exist how much did they make back? Triple limitless. That that box office return says otherwise, Evan. Yeah, it says well, popularity doesn't necessarily mean like box office doesn't mean people liked it always. But yeah, I mean it did it made ten times its budget. So I, and when I say when I looked lie. that up, my jaw was on the floor. I was shocked. I was like, oh my god. I thought this would easily make its money back just on the star power of Scarlett Johansson and Morgan Freeman. But to have 10 times the budget made on this terrible film, God bless. Yeah, shout outs to them, bro. Shout outs to the, all, the, all the film. They did it. They did what they needed to. 
Yeah, and from what I remember in the trailers, like it's showing because I know I saw trailers for this before seeing it. It was it was long before, but I feel like they do show some of her like god level abilities. But maybe when I, I remember saw the, the hair trailer, change in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I forgot it was in it, but I remember that was like the highlight or part of it, part of the one of the highlights, one of the yep. And I think she shows it shows her like where she just like knocks out somehow just knocks out like every dude in the hallway except one that's that a shot cool. i remember in the trailer that was, but it's that already probably, showing like god level abilities mm-hmm. in the trailer so i don't know man I'm why it that, so was, that was kind of cool though when it happened in the movie that was kind of it's kind of clean so that's all i'll give it that's it yeah no there's some cool imagery in lucy it's just like Again, it's almost like watching a Zack Snyder movie. It's where it's like this is cool in isolation. In context, it makes zero freaking sense. Trailer fodder. Yeah, I think that I remember the trailer for it being decent. Okay, did you guys have any? Uh, you guys both went through your positives for the premise, right? What positives? Point taken. So let's move into what you guys didn't like about where it takes the uh, premise. I think we've gotten into some of this, but why if don't you more... start? You start with that one. Okay, I've already mentioned a lot of this. Like, basically, I just don't like how far off the rails Lucy goes so fast. That's the main thing. There's really not much more to it than that. One thing I'll I'll say, just, I guess, to keep it on Lucy a little bit. Something I wanted from both movies that we don't have is a comparison to how other characters use the drug. Because there are other people who use it in Limitless, but we don't really get to see how it works for them, like, what their ambitions are. We just see dude come back, like, two or three times, and now he's got a suit, and now he's <laughs> right, got so two he moves, must be smart so now. he must be smarter. And, and now he's attacking Bradley Cooper in his apartment. Oh, he took out the cameras. That's big brain time. <laughs> and he came prepared with the chainsaw, because he knew. He knew. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> like, that's all it does with it. And then other stockbroker dude apparently is on it, but I don't think he even gets a line. No. Nope. Like, what was the point of his we, bodyguards if they were just going to die? Mm-hmm. Well, we do hear Eddie's ex-wife talk about it, but it's only about the withdrawal. And uh, like when she's talking about using it, she was like, yeah, I, I, I did. I don't know. I was winning at work or whatever. And that's about the extent to how we hear it go for her. We didn't um, see it, though. We don't see it, and I think that's the more interesting part. Yeah, I, I was on board when, first of all, he was really stupid in how he got it. Why are you holding on to that thing so hard to put it in your freaking... Oh, I am doing so well this time, guys. Uh, put it in your freaking pocket. And, and the dude got a hold of it anyway, and uh, he was like, what you got? And uh, I was like, okay, so maybe they'll show his progress too and see how the drug affects somebody else that'd be interesting maybe while he's on his descent you know while he's off of the drug you know uh nope suit two goons apartment break-in that's it right and i think during the apartment break-in russian jason statham says something like you've you've been taking this you can't keep doing that to that man go ahead I, i don't remember his character's name and i don't know the actor so that's what i call him yeah russian jason statham's like You've barely even scratched the surface of what you could do with this thing. I'm like, yes, I, I, I believe that because Bradley Cooper is, is like, he's got very boring and small ambitions for this thing. 
We don't get to see what Russian Jason Statham does with it, though. Like, except that he's, like, now winning the mob game because he has a suit, apparently. Maybe during the skips, that was the hangover part of the <laughs> Because he don't remember none of it and none of it's explained. So you watch the Hangover, all the Hangover movies for that. And that's when he has friends that we don't know about. You got it. Y'all got it. Y'all, I'm using like, I'm at like 30% this episode. Y'all. <laughs> You're at a hell of a lot more percent than these fighters were. Yeah, I mean, like, Limitless doesn't do anything, like, egregiously bad. Like, at first glance, it's like, okay, you made a pretty mid version of this. And and like I said, the ratings on it are not that bad from, like, Letterboxd, IMDb. They both put it, like, well, IMDb is a little more favorable to it. It's got a 7.4 out of 10, which is significantly above average. Like, that's not amazing. But that's that's a pretty good rating for IMDb. Letterboxd has it 3.3. Average, yeah, 6.6-ish, I would wow, say. Really? It's, like, I average guess. on IMDb. Uh, well, in my experience, like, I, I think probably they have numbers on that. Like, when I see that on an IMDb rating, I'm like, okay, 6.6, 6.7 is, like, pretty much the middle. So 7.4 is not, it's pretty decent. Lucy's a 6.4, just for reference, which I'm a little surprised at how high that is. I think 7.4 is, is far too high for Limitless. But, I mean, you can't argue with, with that like people do seem to enjoy it a decent amount and i think part of it is that like there's an extent to which it works i think it just makes really boring choices one area i i've never liked the blackouts with it i, I kind of already talked I thought about that, that was going to go somewhere like i thought that was going like that was just one section of the movie like an episode of a tv show he was just like and then the blackouts happened and then once i figured out don't drink hangover uh <laughs> don't drink they stop but i still killed a girl probably maybe we never yeah we never find out i've always just been annoyed that the blackouts are there at all because i think that's just a much less interesting way and we spend so much time dealing with it like i think it would be way more interesting he is able to use it the whole time doesn't run out as much he runs out so many times or he's like oh 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 i forgot it i'm like dude you have if you have a hundred percent brain access that's what i'm saying and you keep forgetting the pills like, and it's like yeah. if you have a hundred percent brain access huge and you're made, he put a huge supply in his jacket and then he's giving his jacket to people he's like oh maybe the jacket clerk and he's then he has to call up the girlfriend and i'm like why would you not have a stash and then just have like a little pill container for the day and put your daily dose in? you've done it enough by now to know how much you need a day it just didn't make any sense yeah that would be one of the he first things wasn't he wasn't using 100% of his brain? Is that what you're telling me? In the movie Limitless, he wasn't using 100% of his brain on the pill? I don't believe it. I'd believe it. No, it got a 7.4, okay? What are we talking about here, guys? <laughs> yeah, well, another thing that confused me, too, is, like, he starts taking more of it. I'm like, okay, if it's already getting you to 100, what is taking extra? What is taking a higher dose do? That never made sense to me. And apparently that seemed to cause the, like, it's such a dumb decision. And he's supposed to be smart. I feel like he did it on the pill, too. Like, while he was on NZT, he was like, what if I take more? Right. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, he's like, hmm, the only way to be smarter is to take more smart drugs. Yeah, no, wait, that's a big, that's a big old 
plot hole, guys. Are you saying this movie isn't? These movies aren't consistent in their logic? Wow, that's crazy. There's just so much that feels like it's there to just conveniently make things go wrong in Limitless. Like, it feels like it has to just... It has to go out of its way to make things go wrong. And I think there's so many... Like, I'm not saying, like, the having complications are bad. I very much want them there. I just want different complications. Like, make him screw up have him miscalculate something like a place that i really want it to go is show us what the limit is of this pill what is the limit of intelligence okay you can remember everything you can process everything what does it not let you do like there's that speech that de niro gives yeah. him at the one point where he's like you're not as smart as me because you don't know what i know you haven't had that years of experience that i've had and it just leaves it at that speech. I would really like to see Limitless explore that more. Where it goes It also rejects like, it at the end. It proves him wrong at the yeah. end because he beats him. And I think that's so dumb because that moment in the film was a moment where I actually kind of leaned in more and was like, that's cool. Like, he is winning. He's doing this. But he's not, he's not fooling some people. And people are saying, like, we understand you're hanging out with us, but you haven't earned this yet. And we have. You're not going to play us. But then he plays them. And he wins. And I'm like, so what does that mean? I just feel like they could have expanded on the stuff in that De Niro speech to be more like a, of an actual conflict. Like maybe show, De, like like you're saying, David, yeah, it's so uninteresting to have Bradley Cooper win. I at, thought at De Niro end. was going to be the villain. Like the the guy behind all of it. I thought they were going to use him for something like that. But he, no. he was just a uh, rich rich guy rich rich guy number one carl i would have loved seeing more of that me too because i think that would have kind of richened up all of that conflict that we're getting from him kind of doing bits with this pill and being like oh god homer simpson doy i forgot <laughs> let me go get my pill but it's like oh we could actually had especially de niro of all people a powerhouse actor doing a villain role like actually seeing that conflict seeing them go to war but instead he just sits down and he's like Call. we'll talk to you tomorrow. We need to take a break. And he's like, I don't think we will. Close his door. I already believed De Niro. Once I saw De Niro was in this, I already believed him as the villain before he showed up on screen. And then he was just like, uh, what's the dude's name? I forget. Charles Bradley. Van Loon. No, Bradley. <clears throat> oh, Eddie. 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 Laura, he's yeah. like, Eddie, buddy. He's like, no, what are you doing? No, you have Robert De Niro. Use him. Why are you using him as a friend? And then okay, maybe he might turn to the antagonist. Oh, wait, the movie's over. To that, because, like, the whole thing at the end where he's, like, he calls him out for using the drugs and everything, make that, like, at the midpoint. Make him be, like, you know, I know you're doing drugs. You're not going to fool me. I can be your supplier. Stick with me. You're not going to you're not gonna fall down. And then that could have been the conflict that pushed us to the rest of the movie because how do you deal with someone who's giving you everything but is killing you? But we don't get that. It could also be interesting to have, like, I feel like the obvious thing for a villain in this movie is to also have them be on NZT. De Niro's not. He doesn't seem interested in using it. And I feel like that could be an even more interesting thing for a villain. And you think like you're, you're the saying, smartest they person in the room. him for it. Mm-hmm. You think not. you're the smartest person in the room. Don't Don't make that classic smart guy mistake of thinking mm-hmm. they're the smartest in the room or whatever he said. I was like, that's a cold line. It is. 
and he goes yeah. into manufacturing it because he wants to sell it because he knows it's going to be a big business so it just makes sense for him he's smart enough to know not to take it he's not going to take his own product he's just going to distribute it i would have rather forget the rest of the movie like i think i honestly would have rather see that happen like i wanted to see past the, you know more of De Niro and that whole thing once he bought the thing like forget whatever that i'm already forgetting maybe i need to take nz2 forget everything else like i wanted to see more of okay he bought the company and like what uh i think evan just said like okay what do you do about the person that's now on your side but like supplying you with something that's killing you i would have loved to see that i would have loved to see him turn villain like once eddie was like all right i'm done you can't be done eddie you, you never out of this game yeah full kevin spacey and baby driver just like you, you're gonna do this till i let you out i didn't watch baby driver yet but yeah well kevin spacey and anything yeah i, I would have rather I, I wanted to see that like what happens after he closes the door where does Robert go? Does he go right. back to the... Well, we don't get to see that because we need the zany ending. <laughs> what? I'm a different man. Well, that's what I was saying earlier when I was like, I, I feel like Limitless jumps to like the most boring place for the ending. Like you're saying, Jelani, like I want to see everything in between him shooting, like him killing the, the Russian dudes in his apartment and the, the scene that it ends with. That seems like there could have been so much more interesting stuff happening there. And it, it we don't get a sense of any of it. The editing made me feel like I was on NZT myself. I really did yeah. not like that. Like, I normally don't... Editing is supposed to be an invisible art. No, I noticed it. It was annoying. It reminds me of Sherlock. Both, both The editing in both of these movies reminds me of Sherlock. Hmm. I actually, like, I find that to be one of the more engaging things about it. I think it's a little bit of a basic approach to, like, what does being smart look like in a filmmaking sense. But, like, they do, I thought they do adequately with it. All right. Do we have more issues with the premise? Because I have one more question. I don't think so. Okay. So, we can expand this out beyond the ending. My question is, what feels like a better ending for something with this premise and we can draw from both movies or ignore them as much as you want just something with the premise of a drug lets you use 100 percent. what's a and again you can bring it beyond what's a better ending kill him i'm not mad kill at the that. main kill the main character at the end i don't know how probably just from the drug use well that's the thing is and it's it's so this concept permeates through so much of sci-fi i think the first time i got exposed to this is in a jimmy neutron episode when the sid or whatever his friend gets that piece that jimmy makes and it makes his brain 100 percent and it's huge and he becomes uh, the villain for the episode sid and it's like carl <laughs> no it wasn't carl Car it's carl's the one oh, who's like Sheen, croissant sheen sheen, sheen. sheen. i knew big, it was the s name yes, yeah i knew it was that. the s name um so sheen and it becomes that whole thing and like obviously they're not going to kill Sheen because it's 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 you know a kids show. So they have essentially the relinqu the relinquishment of that power. I think that's ultimately what has to happen, whether it's a conscious or subconscious or an external effort by other characters. There has to be a relinquishment of this power because no one can be God. That's just not none of us are, and it's delusional to think so. 
Yeah, I think there's a version of that that I could be okay with. Like, that on its own, I think, doesn't save either of these. Or, like, that doesn't make a good movie for this premise. But I think there is a way to have that be the ending. And that's the right ending for, you know, you got to write the rest of the movie in front of it. But I can see that being a good ending, whether they die or not. They'd have the balls to kill either one of them at the end. I really thought I I thought Lucy was going to die over dude because she was saying she was going to die, but then she exploded into everything. Well, that's why when I was specifically Limitless, I was constantly drawing the connection to Uncut Gems because Howard, although not on drugs, is constantly just ruining his life through addiction. And this dude, Eddie, is ruining his life through addiction, but he's able to save it and then make a better life for himself. And Howard's addiction eventually catches up to him and then bam that ending it really caught me off guard but they had the balls to kill him spoiler alert so no nah, i should have watched it by then that's my fault go ahead and my jaw was on the floor because i was like that's the only way i was like this is the only way it happened and then they do it and it's just very well done and i was like okay that's real and that's kind of what i'm more drawn to in filmmaking and storytelling and this like we've talked about already i don't know what to make of it and i i think Especially at the rating and what we've seen and he's sticking needles in people's eyes. Like, killing someone's not that far of a stretch for this film. So I think, you know, maybe he has to die. Maybe he needs to eventually become president and be terrible and then get assassinated by the people. Yeah, I know the show, the the kind of sequel show that they have for the Limitless movie does kind of give hints to what Eddie does. I don't know where it goes, but I think they do kind of show a bit of like this is his real plan or like his this is what he's doing now even though he's not the main character in it apparently having him die by assassination would actually be kind of crazy like he reached his ultimate goal but like that just proves like even though you're smart that doesn't mean everybody's gonna agree with you Mm -hmm. right or that everyone likes you like you can be the smartest person in the room but what if no one wants you in that room that's another good point. Like, that wasn't ever touched on. I don't think in either movie. Like, what if people just don't mess with you like that? Like, okay, you can be smart. That doesn't mean you're likable. Like, I'm surprised nobody said he was a know-it-all or anything like that. Right. Well, and they also skip over, like, all of a sudden he's on NZT and he's rubbing shoulders with, like, all these high-class pretty people. He made and... a couple of friends is what he said. And then they cut to a beach in somewhere. Europe. Not in America. Vague Europe. The beach was not close by. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it was such that BS kind of narration in the late, early 2000s, winking. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. This is bad. Both of these are just such wasted potential. My ending that I thought of, I think I'd want it to be something that shows, I was kind of talking about this earlier, like, it shows the benefits and the limits of having more intelligence. Because I'm okay with the cautionary tale. I don't think you need it to be a cautionary tale, though. I think there's a way of doing this where you can show, like, there is good aspects to having more knowledge, being smarter. I thought smarter. you were going to say drug use. No. No, well, I, yeah, like, if you want to make it a cautionary tale about drugs, like, I, I'm, o- I'm okay with that, too. From a I feel like sci-fi... that's a plain, plain way of going. Like, I would probably like these movies less if that's what the, they were talking about. I agree. And from a sci-fi, a sci-fi perspective, I would be 
kind of frustrated with that. I'm, I'm even frustrated with how much it, like, I don't feel like Limitless really comes off as like a drugs are bad cautionary tale, but it, well, I thought it was going it to. That, the le- it, yeah, like when it's showing his withdrawal symptoms, like that's usually the sections of the movie that I'm the most checked out of because it's not doing the premise at that point. And that's kind of why I like In Time because it, it, it does the premise the whole time. And I feel like this, I guess Lucy does the premise the whole time too. He it's catches his girlfriend stupid. like he didn't catch his mom, Evan. That's poetry, bro. It's, That's so, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And time is money. And they really built time that for all it's worth. really money. Time was money in the coffee was like seven minutes, Evan. That's ridiculous. That's, they probably went to Starbucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Probably. I, I love it in time. It's not that great of a movie, but like I, I love In Time because of the existence of movies like this. Did you know Justin Timberlake? His is Justin Timberlake. Yeah, <laughs> he gets it. Uh, Alrighty, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. So I'm totally fine with making fun of it, but I I do I do like that movie. I saw it once and was disappointed by the end, but they, like you said, they did stick to the premise, so. Yeah, we can do a lot with a day. He had, like, how much time did he have? I was going to say, how much money? He has, like, 108 years or whatever. Something crazy like that. By looking at it, like, it's a lot of time you got on your arm, but. 108. Does it show? What is that? A ref- I don't. I didn't get. The no, movie. no. It's a line from the movie with the the guy that he takes the. Time I told you I saw it once. Why would you think I remembered that, Evan? De- David. Didn't I don't know. See- there's nothing like super well. There's no super well known lines from that movie. So it, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't be. Anyway, I'll, I'll finish out my. <laughs> I'll finish out my the ending. I would give. I was thinking like make a protagonist who values knowledge and intelligence above everything else. They're like they kind of believe what Eddie does at the beginning, where it's like, if I was smarter, everything in my life would work out. Make and him then, a professor. They like Maybe. Knowledge. Maybe. Like Morgan Freeman. Sure. Morgan Freeman's character in, in Lucy might be a better protagonist for this than the other. He's, he's certainly better of a protagonist than Lucy. So he might not actually, that might be the move. But by the end of it, I do want it, I want it to show, like, do what, Robert De Niro's speech is talking about, but show it. Show us, like, does intelligence and knowledge not give you? Where is it limited? And, like, you could make it... I think this would be a very cheap and simple way to do it. But, like, if Eddie's whole goal is, like, if I'm smart, my girlfriend will get back together with me, and then he's wrong, I would hate that. It would still kind of be doing, like, the theme that I'm talking about. I would like it to be something much deeper than that. It's like uh, Eddie, Eddie Brock and Venom. Now that I have this symbiote alien, my girlfriend will get back together with me. I feel like that's what he was hoping would happen, but it didn't. Because he bites her head off, maybe. I haven't seen either movie. <laughs> you don't need to. I, I just, I would like to see something that doesn't take it, like, if it, if it ends up being a cautionary tale, I'm okay with it. I just want it, I would want the premise to be explored the whole time. Don't have withdrawal stuff. Don't add in weird complications. Like, have them have full brain... You don't even have to have them have full brain access the whole time. Like, they can be on and off for some of it. But also, definitely show what multiple characters do with this ability. 
give us some contrast. Also, why I, weren't more people freaked out? Why do you know that about me? Oh, I'm just very observant. Nah, bro. What you mm-hmm. what you know? Like the only the only like concern we saw from anybody was the was it a land land landlord's wife? Mm-hmm. Whatever she was like, Are you a creep? He's like, No, I just I read that book or whatever he said. And I was just like Wait, that's kind of a good point. Why is nobody else concerned with why he knows as much? Like, they, they keep talking about it, but, like, nobody's freaked out by it. Like, dude, what? Right, like, De Niro says, like, I'm baffled by this guy. And that's I it. know. <laughs> baffled? Like, he's this sus. dude is doing illegal drugs, and he's saying the most sus stuff, and he's getting it right, and you're baffled? And then that's he even the admits word. it. They put this, I remember they put this in the trailer for Limitless, where he's like, what's your secret? Medication. Why are you showing your hand like that? For the smartest well, it's guy ever. Brain, Cause that is just classic reverse psychology. Cause then he thought he was joking, but he really wasn't. Knowledge. Evan, use it or lose it. No, maybe it's just because of what I'm more into, but yeah, if I was to write this and want it to be something I would enjoy and have a good ending, I would just I would do the knowledge, the route, make him someone who's analytical and kind of cold already. Not, like, sociopathic, but you can just tell he's not the most empathetic person. And then let the drug kind of do Lucy a little bit and make him just more cold and more just people are numbers and, like, superiority complex. and But not go full tilt like Lucy does with superpowers. And just have him like I I make him a murderer. I'll let have him be great and be like, all right, that's how I'm climbing the chain to the presidency. Like I'd I'd buy that. I'd buy that he understands who he has to play and kill and clean up because he's that smart. And now he's the president. And but like that would at least give me some sort of motivation for what he's doing. And like I could believe, okay, he's that smart. But not only is what he's doing so unmotivated beyond I need this drug, but then when he takes the drug, he doesn't seem as smart as this drug is supposed to make him seem, so I'm just left confused. Make him a killer. Yeah. Well, I made a list after watching Limitless the first time. I just made, like, a list of who would be the most interesting characters from anything to see use, like, see them use NZT-48. I lost it a long time ago. He would have been on there if I'd seen it at that point. I think Jason Bourne was the one I was like most excited about at the time. I was like, "Ooh, Jason Bourne on NZT." Any assassin, John Wick, Jason Bourne. What are characters? I'm, you know, my mind immediately goes to superheroes, so I'm thinking not that. No, but like to me, it would be like take someone who's like already kind of like cold, but like smart, and then like this drug pretty much will just turn them into Hannibal Lecter, like just ridiculous intellect. And, like, the scariest thing about ridiculous intellect is it knows no bounds. Yeah, I would... What if, I what if this was the drug at 23 Jump Street? Ooh. Yeah, 23 Jump Street, and all their... All the people they're trying to arrest, you could tell who's taking the drug, but they're, like, super smart, so they can't catch them for, like, interrogation. It's just, and then Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, they're back in 20, 23 Jump Street, coming 2023 uh, on February 3rd. I'd see it. Sounds like there's nothing in the works there, though. They gotta get their act together pretty fast. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Because they made the first two, and they're mm-hmm. two of my favorite comedies. And they made Into the Spider-Verse, which we gotta talk about off-episode. Yeah. I was gonna ask this, but I feel like we don't even have to at this point. Which one's better? It sounds like we all three kind of agree Limitless 
but Unless they're yeah. Two peoples. Yeah. It, I think the best version of this movie isn't necessarily Limitless, but Limitless would be way easier to work into a better version. Like, I don't know if there's a good version of Lucy because you just, there's so many bad ideas in there from the word go. Yeah, you would have to just completely rebuild it from the ground up. Yeah. The only reason I'd ever watch it again is so I understood what was being said in subtitles. So only like I and I might only rewatch those scenes so I had a bit more context, but it does not seem like it mattered. I agree. So like as, as, as this is why I wanted to do this comparison though is like I don't think either of these movies are that interesting on their own, but I liked comparing them like this, which is why I, I, I like as bad as these movies are, I think this is a cool episode. Uh, like stonks. Or, yeah, st- stonks. Well, okay, so to, to follow up, that was, that was one thing I forgot to say. If Lucy is the 10-year-olds at the lunch table riffing with each other, Limitless is those two 10-year-olds a while later that are now finance bros remembering that conversation and revisiting it with like, yo, you know what we should have done with that? You win Wall Street and then run for office and you freaking rule the world, bro. Get that NFT. <laughs> I I hate everything, all of, all of that. What you, I don't like whoever those people that you just made up are. Those people just finance like bros. I don't like them. I don't like them. But is there anything with Lucy in the ending that we could do? Because I honestly no. Like wow. I, I don't That's think so. Just the, you'd have to like we the film. You would just no, need to just redo the whole film. Way it's just lost. crazy. It was gone by that point. Like. It was in a different time period at that, like, actually in the movie, and, like, there was no saving it. There was no saving it. I think also there's a problem with Lucy that it's, like, it's such an adult movie, or it's not, like, super hard. Like, it's not that hard of an R rating, but it's an R-rated movie that you approached like a pair of 10-year-olds. I don't even remember any F-bombs. No, but there's enough blood. It ain't nothing crazy. And mom's yeah, milk it, for it to I, be like, huh? Please stop. I think you could maybe could have got that. away with that. It's it's a light think, R. With that action and that line, I don't think you can have both. I think you would have to pick one, and that would be the PG-13. I've seen worse in PG-13 movies. No, I agree. From but, 2014? No, I'm completely lying, because I have no examples. I, I think I have, though. Like, come to think of it, the action is, like, maybe there's just a little too much blood or something. Um, too many red dye packs. That's a really weird line, though, guys. Like that line is <laughs> freaky. Milk? Yeah, that's just that's yeah, so please. uncomfortable. Like, what yeah, seventh grader is going to hear that line? Like, that's not okay. That needs to be its own topic. Uh, <laughs> what what the freak were they thinking? I don't know. And shout out to Scarlett Johansson, bro. She said that with. I wonder how many takes it took her. Because that was, it looked like one take. They kept zooming in on her face very slowly because that's dramatic. She said that with a straight face. <laughs> if I was her, I would have been like, I'm going to do it right, get it in one, and I'm never going to have to say this line again because that's just... Maybe that's what she did. Disturbing. Like, you, that's just you're crazy for that. It started off wacky. I feel everything. Okay, your mom is confused. I thought maybe, like, why did you, why did you call your mom? Yeah, that was my biggest question is wh- why is she calling her mom in the first place? Both in context of the story and in character. 
Right? It's That's so what I'm saying. Pointless. They just pick and choose when these effects are applying to these people. That's crazy. I thought I thought the way the mom picked up the phone reminded me of the office when no, it wasn't Michael Scott. It was um Holly. Michael Scott's wife at some point in that show. Uh her parents had dementia. And it made me think they were maybe going that route because her mom had the same tone of voice. And I thought, oh, that kind of sucks because I thought she was going to... When she talked about her father coming back from the gym, I was thinking, oh, her father's dead, isn't she? And she just doesn't remember. And then she kept going and just talking about feeling everything. I was like, okay, maybe not. And then the mom got confused herself. And I was like, okay, this is not going where I thought, okay, she mentioned milk being in her... Tasting the milk. I don't... No, it lost me. It lost me. Why Why the milk, guys? Please, I need, I need that answered. I don't know. Luke Besson had some weird ideas for this movie. She remembered her bones forming, I think. The, the creaking sound. Like, she said enough before that. Like, she said something about the animal, and they were like, oh my god, you, you were like less than one. How would you know that? Like, you didn't have to keep going. No, she kept going. She kept de-aging in the in the speech, in the monologue. Like, yeah, David, you're right. I would probably cut it off with the animal. Like, oh, you were one. You probably sh- you should remember that. And then she then then the surgery should have been over. But like, she talked she talked about milk after that. Right after there just was no one to tell him no. <laughs> Someone really should have sat him like down that. and been like, no, like this. Go back and rewrite this. I feel like there must have been so many times on set where they like people, crew and cast, just ha- were remarking on how dumb it is. They're like, so what's that? Like, imagine like because because there's there's so much CGI in that ending scene. Luke Besson is telling Morgan Freeman, okay, so now she's turning into this big black goo mountain, and now you're gonna take this flash drive that has all of human knowledge on it. You want me to do what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Morgan Freeman Thank is you, one of the best living actors to date, and I have never seen him more disengaged in the performance. Like every line delivery was the exact same. The most diverse thing he did was pause, and I was just like, "This dude was catching a check so fast." And I'm glad he did because I was fat. The the most he acted was at the beginning, and then once he said, "I have no idea." That past that point, he checked out. Oh man! I also made a note because um, I guess at one point early on, Morgan Freeman talking about sonar. Oh, someone saw the Dark Knight. I see, because he does that. In, yeah. In in the Dark Knight. Okay. I'll give you that, Evan. I don't know. Oh, and the green screen effects were really bad, man. Like, did they try to make them look like they were anywhere but a film studio? It wasn't good. I don't know, and there's so much VFX work at like when she's scrolling through time at the end. That's a that, lot that of was, VFX that looked work. Awful. There's a ton the of dinosaurs. VFX work, and even just it like exploding in her like bloodstream when she's eating it, and when she's on the plane, all of, it just all looks bad. Chomping down on them blue drugs, them good old blue drugs, blue crystals, chomping. It makes so little sense, and it's it's a good premise. Like either of these could have been. Well, okay, given everything else that's in Lucy, like we're saying, maybe maybe Lucy was kind of doomed from the start because it, there was just so many dumb ideas. You could make a good movie with this premise, though, and I, I'm i a little sad that they exist, too, because, like, you made Limitless, and then Lucy made a whole lot of money, 
So clearly having one didn't corner the market on it. At this point, now that both of them exist, how long do we have to wait before someone can take another crack at this? Because there's a good movie with this premise out there. And I don't know if we're ever going to get it. I think I just heard David fluff his pillow. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If it's good, I'll be into it. But it needs to... They need to take it there. Like, if you're going to give someone 100% capacity of their brain, they need to be the most dynamic, enthralling individual, whether that's good or bad, that's going to captivate people. Because otherwise, it's going to, people are going to be bored. They might think he's egotistical, pretentious, ignorant. There's going to be plot holes that we've poked a ton through. So it's, you're going to have to tight it, write it really tight. So we'll see if anyone is willing to put the time in i think there's some like there is someone out there who could make this good i i have faith that there could be a good movie with this premise nolan's obviously my first instinct i don't know if he would be the best but he's done good sci-fi movies and he is given a lot of money to make them i don't i don't know if he would be interested the dude who made in time he also made gattaca He's kind of two for two on high concept sci-fi. I don't remember. Give it to him. Gattaca. I rewatched Gattaca recently. Is it holds up? Gattaca is pretty good. IMO. I just remember a whole lot of talking. I watched that in like ninth grade though, so I don't. I don't know. If that's not on the list of stuff for us to do, I might put it there. So that's a good movie. Why though? Because it takes an interesting premise. Also, Gattaca, from what I've heard, is actually like the world that is in that movie with like gene editing that's like actually somewhat possible we're not like there but there's a lot of developments that have happened with gene editing since that movie came out it's not super far-fetched the title there was something we learned we were learning in biology at the time like all of those the letters that made up the title they're all like god there's like four different things it's the things in DNA. I forget what those yeah. things are called, but it's yeah, you know what I'm G-A-T-C. talking about. G A T C. Yep, all of, all of those letters are things in DNA. That's the the, the title. That's is DNA. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind as like a 14 year old or whatever I was when I saw it. I was like, whoa, oh, smart. I have no idea what it means though. Is is got is the. I maybe under I, I I might understand it if it's said in the movie. Is Gattaca said in the movie? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I some think some kind of Gattaca. <laughs> oh, I meant to make the joke earlier that Bradley Cooper's character's name is Limitless. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro asked him, "Who's this guy? Limitless. <laughs> nice to meet you, sir." I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I mean, Lucy already did it, so. Right. Oh man. What is your name? He needs a name. They went back and forth like three times before she just said Lucy. And then I pointed at my screen. That's the name. That's the name of the movie. I'm sorry. Now I just reminded myself of Suicide Squad. Someone asked Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Who are you? I'm just in time. <laughs> oh, that's probably the worst one. Because it works on like too many different levels. David, you're quiet. Why are you quiet? I mean, I'm really lost right now, man. <laughs> I don't know where this conversation went. Who's this guy? Some kind of pursuit of happiness? <laughs> oh, God. 
And that's why I'm just clicking through movies and finding more. That's why I have to become Minority Report. <laughs> Will you stop? Movie with a Nero activated drug. Really? Uh... Yeah, he hunts people down who use it. That's not Minority, minority Report. Report. No, that's Future Crime. And in Minority Report, that's one of the B-plots. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Do we have anything else you want to say about these? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was trying. I'm trying to go with more movie title puns. Stop it! Quit while you're ahead. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll okay, I'll stop. Uh, upcoming episodes, we've got iRobot is going to be our next one, and then I don't know if this will be immediately after that, but we're we're going to do one on Glass Onion after it drops on Netflix in a couple weeks. If one of the robots does not say hi, I'm iRobot in the movie. I don't <laughs> want to watch it no more. <laughs> well, it's got Will Smith, so you could. What is this? Some kind of <laughs> iRobot? Uh, anyways. We got our Patreon for $1 a month. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. Just today as we're recording this, we dropped a new video on the first two Kingsman movies. By the time you guys hear this, it'll probably have been out for a few days. But Looks that's like up there. you put a lot of work into that one. I did put a lot of work into that. Um, we watched that, y'all. It's a good video. Yes. I got that idea after we did the Patreon episode about it. I hope it's decent. You can give us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Our logo is by Kelsey Hendry. I am on Letterboxd at Ev underscore Wes. And where are both of you? Oh, you deleted Twitter, right? I did delete Twitter. You, you deleted the interior analysis Twitter too? I deleted both of them, yes. Cool. Well, I am still on Twitter for the time being. I don't know for how long. At Jelani T. Kelly. Instagram, Jelani T. Kelly. YouTube, Jelani T. Kelly as well. Still haven't uploaded in forever. It's there for old skits. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere really in this, either of these movies that I would like to be. So uh, it's almost Christmas time. So I'll be in the North Pole with Santa, just making cookies with Mrs. Claus, hanging out with enslaved elves, doing what we do best. You could be in Bradley Cooper's uh, $8 million fortress apartment. At which point, though, like while he's like drugged out of his mind with the security guards that are ready to kill me or after it gets torn apart by the Russian cartel. I don't know. I feel like it's the most notable location in either of these movies. You can find David jumping through time using 99% of his brain. Or I'm everywhere. That's better. I'm everywhere. Oh, there you go. He's everywhere. Now we've been alive for a billion years, and now you know what to do. Now we know what to do with our lives. Uh, Thank thank y'all for uh, watching. See you next time.